I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 47 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about why we can't have nice things. So in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to touch on two subjects that are going to seem very uh, unrelated on the surface, but in actuality, they have something in common, and that is government messing up people's lives. The first issue that I want to touch on is the ongoing drone war being waged by our Nobel Peace Prize winning president. I'm always amazed to see bumper stickers on cars. You know, you'll see the peace symbol or, you know, uh, war is not the answer or uh, what's that other one? Visualize world peace. And then right next to that, you have your Barack Obama for president bumper sticker. I can't imagine the cognitive dissonance that's in these people's head (laughs) that they actually think they're for peace and for Obama at the same time. Because basically, since uh, Obama was elected, we've had a... uh, a continuation of the Bush policy, you know, killing people overseas, intervening, uh, endless war. That's not changed one iota. So, you know, so much for the uh, hope and change. Uh, Of course, the anti-war movement completely disappeared. I guess it's okay to wage war as long as your guy's doing it. But, But anyway, that's the hypocrisy of it. But to me, the, the drone war is just a, uh, horrible example of what government policies end up doing to people. And of course, sadly, a lot of Americans don't really care because it's people over there. You know, we don't worry about that too much. And they're really good at ignoring all of the civil liberties violations and the uh, the endless spending of money it takes to run these wars. You know, we, but we've got to have the wars. But I'm not like that. I used to be. I used to be a warmonger. I used to be the uh, the stereotypical neocon. Uh, if you Google around on the internet, you may even be able to find some articles that I wrote supporting the Iraq War. But uh, I've I've come to realize that that's not good policy. You can't have freedom. You can't have limited government, and at the same time, engage in endless war. It just doesn't work. And It's an impossibility, and and these conservatives who think they're small government but they're for all of this foreign intervention are are deluding themselves. Uh, I did a whole podcast back in, uh, I think it was episode 27, if 
I remember correctly, or it was in the 20s anyway. I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. And I answered the question, why war? And I got uh, a little bit more in depth into my own uh, move from being a war interventionalist to a non-interventionalist. But um, I think on Memorial Day, it's a, appropriate to say that if you really support the troops, then quit sending them into hopeless situations and ridiculous nation building and, and situations where they're going to die for no real reason. It annoys the fire out of me now whenever I hear the, the cliche, they're over there fighting for our freedom. I'm sorry, but invading Iraq has done absolutely zero for my freedom. It has arguably made me less free when you look at the expansion of government power that has occurred uh, under the war on terror and in in the wake of the war in Iraq, we have you know NSA surveillance and TSA groping and uh, just all kinds of horrible things that are are a result of war that end up affecting us domestically. But I think and even I think it's important also to remember that the people that were droning the people that we're shooting at, the places that we're blowing up, those are real places. Those are real people. And we tend to forget that. We dehumanize the quote-unquote enemy. But not long ago, I read an article about the drone war, and it talked about how you know, it's confirmed that thousands of people have been killed by drone strikes that are arguably innocent people. We know innocent people have died in these drone strikes. And, and if you are a caring human being, that should bother you. If you really stop and think about it, it should bother you. And just imagine, put yourself in that place. Imagine if you were sitting in your living room and all of a sudden a drone blew up your next door neighbor's house. How would you feel? How would you react toward the country that did that? Even if they had some political justification for doing it, it would make you angry and it might even make you lash out and fight back. And I read this article, and it, it had a, a, a pretty profound impact on me. It bothered me. And I sat down, and I started to scribble lines on a sheet of paper. And uh, one of my deep, dark secrets from my past is uh, I used to be a, a performing musician and kind of gotten away from it. But uh, the, the article about the drone strikes and thinking about the impact on innocent people, the impact on innocent lives— uh, inspired me to write a song, and it's called Hellfire Fury. And if you're a subscriber to the podcast on iTunes, you've seen this pop up in your feed because uh, uh, SoundCloud automatically downloaded it to the podcast uh, podcast stream. So you've seen it. You may have even listened to it. And uh, if you're not a subscriber to iTunes, you can uh, go to SoundCloud and listen to the song. I'll, I'll actually link to it in the show notes as well. But uh, it's pretty dark. But I think it vividly describes what is going on and what the government is doing in your name uh, to innocent people. And a lot of people, that's, you know, they're going to disagree with me and it's going to make them angry. But I'm, I'm tired of tiptoeing around the issue of war. If we're going to be free, we can't wage war around the world. That's the bottom line. And, and I am vehemently anti-war, and I'm not going to make any apologies about it. The second issue that I wanted to touch on uh, revolves around some stupid things that Elizabeth Warren said the other day, and uh, I'm sure that comes as a shock, you know, stupid things from Elizabeth Warren. Oh, oh, be still my heart. 
But uh, the other day, she went after the so-called gig economy. You know, that's people that are doing things like driving for Uber or people like me who do freelance work or contract work. And uh, Elizabeth Warren thinks that she needs to stick her big fat nose into uh, the gig economy and regulate it because, you know, I'm a victim. And here's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of these politicians running around assuming that I'm a victim and, and I need them to come in and protect me from the evils of the world. You know, there's some great benefits to the gig economy. I control when and how much I work. I don't have to commute. And quite frankly, I feel like I have a, a greater earning potential working for myself. But, but here we have Elizabeth Warren and she thinks that, oh, I'm a victim and she's going to protect me. You know, look, everything in life's a trade-off. I don't get sick pays, sick days. I don't get paid leave. I don't have company-provided health insurance or a pension plan. Warren thinks I must have these things, and by God, she's going to make somebody give them to me. Well, look, I don't want them, or you know, maybe I do want them, but I'll figure out how to get them to myself because I've decided to make these trade-offs. I've made these choices. But see, Elizabeth Warren doesn't want me to have choices. She wants to shove her one-size-fits-all prescriptions down my throat and down your throat and regulate the hell out of everything. And I'm tired of it. It makes me angry. These politicians busybodying and, and nosing into every aspect of of our lives. And like I said in the beginning, these people keep us from having nice things because all of their intervention, all of their meddling only serves to create problems and unforeseen consequences and make things worse. When it comes to foreign policy, these people are trying to micromanage the world, and in the process, they're killing innocent people and making it more dangerous for Americans. And when it comes to domestic policy, they're trying to micromanage the economy and arguably driving us to what's going to eventually be an epic meltdown. These people are not competent to micromanage anything. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being treated like a child. I'm tired of ignorant politicians assuming that I'm a victim. I don't need some old woman in D.C. looking out for me or some old man. I'm tired of them trying to save me. Really, just go away. It's true. These people are the reason that we can't have nice things. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Mary Head. I appreciate you tuning in. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. If you enjoyed the show, please do me a favor and spread the word. And make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to the show there for free. If you have any thoughts or ideas, share them with me at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next week.